0: Hello and welcome to 12 Weeks, a weekly podcast where two friends, Haider, that's me, and Abdel keep each other accountable for the goals we want to achieve, projects we want to complete, and habits we want to develop. Why 12 weeks? Because one year is too long and 30 days is too short for meaningful change. And 12 weeks we can write books, launch businesses, or lose a good chunk of weight. We share tips and tricks as well as discuss our struggles and celebrate our successes. Listen in for a dose of learning and inspiration. Hi, Abdelmahsan.
1: Hi, Haydar. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, first things first, did you watch uh, Endgame?
1: No, no. Uh, no. Not Endgame, and I don't watch Game of Thrones.
0: You don't watch it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. You know, uh, when I was in uh, high school, uh, when my English teacher, he said, uh, I wish I can experience uh, reading The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings for the first time again. Like, oh. he, he, he would love to be in the experience of uh, being a first-time reader because he's already had that Uh, experience before so whenever i see someone or speak to someone who does who hasn't watched game of thrones i'm like if you do end up watching it you're in for a treat
1: Mm. see i i I watched uh like uh the first i think three seasons uh or or half of the third season Uh, and and uh, that's when uh i watched it as it was airing the season three Okay. Um, then I suddenly stopped uh, for a long time, uh, and then every time I wanted to pick it back up, I felt like I had to start from season one, episode one, just because I okay. wanted that full immersive, like, I know every every character, I know all the plot lines. Uh, yeah, for I never... me, I had
0: to read around the story as well, so okay. I, I couldn't <laughs> make sense of, uh, of it on its own, like, uh, you need to read a bit of
1: backstory, things That's like it. that. I see, I see. So what about Endgame? Uh, no spoilers on, oh, no. Okay.
0: on the score, <laughs> but uh, no, it was really good. Uh,
1: That's good. Okay. The
0: thing is, I really I had to watch Endgame and uh, keep up with the episodes of Game of Thrones really quickly because spoilers hit you from every direction. Mm. Like uh, sometimes on WhatsApp uh, uh, chats, like uh, WhatsApp groups, um somebody I know posted a spoiler in like an Instagram caption. And I'm like, I really hope what she said is not a spoiler. Like it's just a a comment. And then when I watched the movie, it turned out to be a spoiler. So I muted her on Instagram. (laughs) So I'm
1: never exposed to uh, spoilers again. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, I forgot about the mute uh, function in the uh, in Instagram. Like I know you can mute in uh, Twitter. But I yeah. completely forgot about muting in Instagram. Yeah, yeah that would be effective. It
0: works well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you it also works for, for posts yeah. and stories, so you can uh, okay. mute them uh, separately. Yeah, yeah.
1: the uh, the thing I'm missing out on are the like jokes and references and memes, things like that. That's so like, yes. okay, this is, this is Game of Thrones related. Okay, skip. Like, I, I know enough to know if something is Game of Thrones related. At least I know that. <laughs> but, yeah. but then I miss out on all the jokes. So. Uh,
0: do you have the intention of actually watching the remainder or no? Uh,
1: I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe someday. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't plan. <laughs> I'll try not to. Judge. I, am I am I a disappointment? <laughs> no, it's, <all. laughs>
0: not, it's not you. It's me. I have to get over this.
1: Yeah, not everyone watches Game of Thrones. Yeah, shockingly. Really. That's no,
0: uh, it's really nice seeing like when people watch it in groups and like and something happens in the episode and everyone gets excited. Like people hmm. are invested in the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, uh, the day after uh, uh, like uh, an episode airs uh, at work, uh, everyone's discussing Game of Thrones, and I just feel left out. Okay, fine. Get get it over with. Get the discussion over yeah. with. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's the new form of uh, peer
1: pressure. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I like, yeah. you
0: have to watch it just so you can sit in.
1: Just so you can, yeah, just so you can have a conversation. <laughs> I'm just waiting for, it's, it, this is the last season. Uh, am I correct? Like yes. for Game of Thrones. Okay. Yes. So hopefully it will be done in like a month. Right? Uh,
0: actually, I'm not sure how long this season is. I don't know mm. if it's uh, six episodes or
1: ten. Okay. Yeah, I have to check. Mm. Okay. and other news, and more productive news, how did you yes. go? <laughs> how did you go?
0: I think I was using that conversation as a way of getting out of this one. Oh okay okay, yeah, okay. Productively my week has been
1: sucky. Clearly because uh, of on the game goals game. that
0: I set. Uh, okay. yeah. That's what happened. Okay.
1: Let, let, let's let's start with um with health, uh, health related, like exercising and stuff like that. How did that go for you? Uh,
0: I I had two main goals which were which were uh exercise and uh, capturing my progress. Because what I felt is sometimes when I get too fixated on the goal um, at times I do make progress in other life areas. It's just that I don't notice them. So, you know, sometimes you say uh, I haven't done much reading, but then you you realize, no, you actually read, let's say 10 blog posts, which is good progress in that area. You, You shouldn't overlook it just because you haven't paid attention to it. So my intention in setting up a system where I capture progress, is for me to see, uh, like the the progress that I may be neglecting. For mm-hmm. example, uh, watching Endgame. It's not just watching Endgame. It's for me recreational, and it's a way for me to bond with my son. So we, w- I went out to, uh, with him to watch the movie. Uh, we end up talking about it, discussing it, that kind of thing. Uh, same with the Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, the uh, conversations around Game of Thrones, I I would consider them. Uh, part of my social uh, life. So uh, to me, it's somewhat of progress in that uh, life area. Mm. So they're not, I don't consider them completely unproductive, uh, and which is why I wanted to capture these things. Like uh, in each life area, what progress am I uh, making? So I don't overlook uh, these things. Uh, but I still feel like uh, I don't have a, a very clear way of uh, tracking uh, my progress. So, one of the things I had in mind uh, was for me to actually, because I listen to uh, uh, audio books on a regular basis, but I don't know how many I've completed and uh, how um, how many I, I completed, and uh, whether I can sort of nudge myself to uh, listen to more audio books or audio content. So, um, the past week I managed. Uh, to complete two audio books that I was um, sort of uh, putting off. Uh, One is called uh, The Vortex, which is about the law of attraction. Uh, And the other one is called um, The Sense of Style by Steven Pinker. And it's about uh, writing. Uh, It's uh, it's meant to be about style, but I feel it's more about uh, grammar, Mm. um, principles of grammar. Um, but uh, so, I, but the week before that, I don't think I listened to audiobooks. Or uh, again, like uh, I've not been able to track how how much re- uh, listening I've been doing. So what I wanted to do is for me to actually use Goodreads to post uh, reviews of each of uh, each book that I'm uh, listening to. That way, it, uh, it's my way of knowing when I've completed books, and at the same time, make it. Sort of a productive contribution to other people, <clears throat> so I can share my thoughts uh, about the books and like uh, maybe uh, help them decide what books to read. Mm. Very nice. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. yeah. Um, and 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 the the thing that is uh, I'm thinking about as you're saying this is um, when when we talk about progress as opposed to goal setting, it's more of uh, measuring the uh, use of a system as opposed to the output of a, of a goal, right? So when we want to avoid perfectionism or when we avoid, want to avoid uh, not being goal-oriented, but uh, fixated on the end outcome that you're seeking, uh, that's when you feel like there's a huge gap between where you are right now and achieving that outcome. So when you, yes. shift, your, when you shift your focus towards progress, you want to also shift the way you measure uh, to be in terms of measuring a system and not measuring an output because progress is like something that happens daily uh, in your pursuit to a goal, right? Yes, uh, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's it's the difference between the lead and lag uh, goals, like uh, losing weight is a lag goal in the sense that it's the outcome that you desire uh, but then, what are the activities that actually help you get there? Mm-hmm. And I think both of us we want to focus on the activity part. And then once we figure out good activities to that lead towards our our goals, uh, they would help us achieve those goals.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, and so I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, so I, I, if I remember correctly, when I, when we started this uh, podcast uh the goal that i set for myself is to play football by the end of 12 weeks i want to get back on the field and start playing football again yeah. um and three days ago i played football so uh, that oh, happened nice. yeah that happened way earlier than i expected um yeah, yeah it felt good uh, all was great um and the injury responded well but the reason i bring this up is because so now that I've, achieved, let's say, sort of achieved the goal that I had in mind, which is an outcome. So now what? Uh, and then I realized that it, was, it wasn't it uh, was right of me to set the goal of playing football again as the goal. Uh, the, the correct way to measure it is, okay, I want to uh, go to the gym three times a week, regardless of whether I play football or not, right? Um, oh, okay, yes. Yeah. And and so so, you want
0: to make that commitment. um,
1: Yes. Regardless,
0: like even if you, for example, uh, publish a book, you still want to
1: maintain a writing habit. Exactly. 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 Yes, exactly. Because because I I was um, I was faced with this this week. Right. Uh, I expected the outcome to happen somewhere at the end of 12 weeks, but the outcome happened in three weeks time. Right. And so it doesn't mean I want to stop exercising or I want to stop maintaining uh, like a healthy lifestyle just because yes. I've achieved my goal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I,
0: I'm not sure if I mentioned this in a, a previous call or not, uh, but um, uh, the idea of being blinded by our goals or our like to, uh, to-do list, because uh, with me, for example, when it came to exercise, uh, okay, so, uh, before traveling I was doing my own 12 week uh, program and I was exercising on a daily basis uh, but I kind of overdid it because I used the treadmill for like two hours uh, and I was watching comedy shows or whatever but I wanted like I was combining recreational activities with physical activities mm. uh, which ended up uh, I think I damaged the motor on the uh, treadmill so okay. when i was travelling uh, the treadmill was being fixed and when i came back uh, the, uh, the the treadm- the treadmill there's something wrong with the way the uh, treadmill is working like uh, uh, every f- few seconds i feel like it skips so i i lose my footing like uh, it's not co- the the movement of the conveyor belt is not consistent so i feel like I, i'm always going to trip up uh, hmm. so th- that kind of made me reluctant to use the treadmill and I kind of wasn't in the mental space where I wanted to fix it. Like I'm not bothered to call, follow up, do that kind of thing. But because I I, I kind of associated exercise with using the treadmill, uh, I overlooked other uh, possibilities, like other things I can do that would qualify as exercise because I became so fixated on this. Uh, You know how and I've experienced this before. So uh, I would say, for example, uh, uh, buy batteries from the supermarket and I would go to like an electronic store which sells batteries. But because (laughs) in the the, like in my mind, I will buy the batteries from a like a supermarket. I wouldn't end up looking for the batteries in the electronic store because I became fixated with uh, like the the goal or the task being achieved in in a certain way, rather yeah. than opening up to the possibilities of okay, what's the alternative? If some if you want to go to a restaurant and it's uh, and uh, like uh, you're you're not able to go in, it's uh, they're closed for renovation. Whatever it may be, it doesn't mean that that was the only option. You can always say okay, w- what are alternatives to achieving the outcome that I want? Hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and and that happened with me specifically with exercise because I initially wanted to go four times a week to the gym, and I found that to be extremely difficult. Uh, but instead of just lowering uh, my goal of four times to say three times or two times a week, I just changed the way I measure it to achieve the same outcome.
0: Yes. I just
1: basically switched to steps, and and okay. I and I said that every time I go to the gym would equate to ten thousand steps, and I would just measure by steps so if I, if there was a week where I wasn't able to go four times uh, I'd make up for it and just walking around at work yeah. uh, around the house, yeah, things like that
0: yeah exactly and, and had you sort of uh, stuck to your previous plan, uh, you may have overlooked that opportunity to uh, change the change your metrics so you can have a more reasonable or more realistic goal for you to pursue
1: yeah yeah exactly uh, it's, so it's more manageable but at the same time it's uh it's i want to make the distinction between changing the way you measure and lowering your uh like lowering your goal so you may by making it more manageable yes. it doesn't mean that you've yeah you've lowered the standard let's say or something like that because you haven't yeah. you just changed yes, the way you achieve exactly. that outcome yeah
0: yeah, that makes sense cool.
1: um, okay so and, uh yeah. go ahead
0: yeah I, I had a couple of um Uh, like ideas I was uh, sort of uh, practicing the past week, which I found uh, really useful. Uh, Are you familiar with the book, uh, The Five Second Rule? Uh,
1: Sounds very familiar. uh, Mel
0: Robbins. So there are two five second rules, uh, two famous ones. Uh, One is based on this book. And one is, they say in fast food restaurants, if they drop something on the floor, they have five seconds to pick it up. Uh-huh. And they consider it okay to use. The the food is okay to use if they picked it up before five seconds. But <laughs> so that's another five-second rule. And okay. that's not the one I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, the, the, There's a book called The Five-Second Rule by mm-hmm. Mel Robbins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's basically, uh, it acknowledges the fact that sometimes we know we have to do something. And then we talk our, our way uh, out of it. And it's that sort of overthinking uh, that gets, that uh, inhibits the action we need to take. Okay. Mm -hmm. The five second rule is basically once you've set your mind to doing something, you give yourself five seconds to get up and do it. Okay. So, and then you start counting. You say five, four, three, two, one, go. Okay. Uh, Or blast off. If you want to be like very dramatic. Uh, because the, the idea came to her from a like countdown to a rocket launch. And oh, okay. she actually used it to stop uh, snoozing uh, in the morning. And then she used it mm. in de- different aspects of her life. And it's just a way of saying to your mind, okay, I've made my decision. You're not going to talk me out of it because in five seconds, I'll, I'll be uh, doing it. Uh, and mm. I used it like for, for example, responding to some emails. Because I I felt kind of intimidated, or uh, I felt uh, embarrassed because some of the emails I received a few uh, a few weeks back, and I haven't responded yet. So rather than talk my my way out of responding to the email, I would say, okay, five, four, three, two, one. Write the the response, Uh, and uh, I also used it uh, uh, to get myself to uh, kind of move more, do squats. do like uh, wall push-ups or uh, like punching uh, boxing sessions, but I'm just punching the wall. Uh, b- but for me to get into that, I would use the five-second rule uh, mm-hmm. to to uh, o- like overcome the thinking that can prevent me t- to do an activity. Uh, so sure. the five-second rule, I think, uh, can be useful in those uh, in the instances where we talk our way out of something that we know we should do, okay? Yeah. It's yeah. just doing a countdown, five, four, three, two, one, and then uh, you get up and do the activity. Uh, there's also this, uh, I read an article uh, a few actually, I don't know how many months ago, uh, but it was about uh, like a trick uh, to get yourself a, a, a simple trick to develop Habits, okay. and usually the habits that we think about. For example, I want to meditate. You you may want to meditate once a day, okay? So you try to develop that habit by by meditating once a day. And so the author of the article said, if we want to develop the habit, if we want to overcome uh, resistance towards a habit, we can practice it multiple times a day. Uh, especially the starting point. So showing up to meditation, you can actually practice it uh, multiple times within the day. Uh, So I found that to be an interesting idea. Like if you know you're developing resistance towards something, for example, let's say writing, uh, maybe you can actually have two sessions or three sessions within the day for you to feel more comfortable with the activity itself. And that's, again, that's one thing I did with exercise. Although I wasn't using the treadmill, I would say, okay, uh, I'm not just gonna exercise once. I'm, I'll aim to get up uh, from the desk and do some sort of activity several times. So so that the getting up part doesn't become too difficult for me to do. Mm-hmm.
1: I see. And 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 what's interesting about what you just said, the, the like the two approaches the five-second rule and then uh, repeating something multiple times for it to stick once at least, um, is that it's very dependent on the context of what you're trying to do, right? So the five-second rule, I see it working uh, perfectly for waking up in the morning. Uh, and, And I've actually noticed that the more I snooze, the less likely I am to eventually wake up and to go yeah. to work on time. Your your mind
0: is really convincing in the morning. Yes, You're
1: like, exactly. No,
0: there's no need to get up. And like well done brain. Exactly It makes so much sense.
1: Yeah, but yeah. but if, if if you manage to snooze a maximum of once, let's say, or and from my experience, when I when I only snooze a maximum of one time, then I do eventually wake up. Uh, it's more likely that I do wake up. Let's say. Um. Yeah. Whereas yeah, for for different habits that uh, I'm trying to incorporate. Um, something like repeating them multiple times uh, makes it stick. Uh, writing was one uh, that I've done in that way. I just didn't know that it was like a way. <laughs> uh, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, yeah, uh, uh, just to write multiple times. Because, for example, with writing, um, something that many people preach is to block out a time, like a writing time. You just sit there and you write no matter what you just throw something out there and and you block out that time let's say 30 minutes 1 hour uh and you just sit and write unfortunately that hasn't worked for me it just doesn't so instead what i do yeah. is i i have my laptop with me uh most of the day uh, and whenever i feel like i can i can sneak in a half an hour of of writing i just write and i do it multiple times a day same same with okay. same with writing it's not uh, same with sorry same with the reading not like uh, I always read before going to bed. No, it's I always have my book with me, and I don't know when I'm gonna have time to read. But my book is always there, so whenever I have time, I just do it, do it, do it, do it, multiple times a day.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, actually, when I read the article, uh, when I remembered the article, I also remembered um, there was another post by a guy called uh, Steve Pavlina. Uh, he he started one of the first uh, blogs on uh, personal development, and it became really popular. He has a book called "Personal Development for Smart People." Okay. Uh, if I recall correctly, that was the name of his blog as well. Uh, but uh, that's something that he he used uh, to practice, uh, not snoozing. He would actually uh, like role play several times of him listening to the alarm and then waking up uh, immediately. And he'd practice a few times in the same day just for him to get oh, wow. into that routine. Yeah. Into the routine of, if I hear the alarm, I need to uh, get up out, uh, or get out of bed as quickly as possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So making it more automatic, less like something that happens without thinking, let's say. Exactly. You, you want to resist the, uh,
0: like the thinking uh, you want to uh, ignore the thinking part Mm. that comes between the alarm and then you getting up and then waking up okay okay i see that's very nice
1: yeah i don't know if i would go that extreme though just to to practice like with the alarm multiple times a day i don't know if i can do. yeah (laughs) Uh,
0: sometimes it feels weird like role playing it does it does You, you...
1: (laughs) you kind of know what you're doing like yeah and then you just ignore it yeah. and then the reverse happens so then in the morning you, you begin ignoring it more
0: yeah 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 exactly it's just role playing <laughs>
1: um all right uh,
0: you had the other yeah uh, so besides the exercise uh, going to the gym gold you had something else um... you were working on
1: so, so yeah, just to wrap up the exercise part. Um, so what I've done is yes, I, I've, I've transitioned from, okay, I want to go to the gym four times a week uh, to achieve the goal of eventually uh, playing football to, no, I'm not going to go four times a week. I'm going to measure it in a different way. And a different way is I'm going to just measure steps. Uh, yeah. uh, how, how many steps do I average per day in that full week? Um and so uh going to the gym uh is equal to ten thousand steps. I just made that up like i don 't know if i 'm violating some health one o one thing, but <laughs> I just decided that that 's how I would measure it um, yeah and so uh ten thousand st- uh, uh, going to the gym once is ten thousand steps, and then I add it to the overall steps per uh per week, and I want the average to be around twelve thousand steps day okay Okay. Um, and so this past week I came around 9,000 something so I'm still off of the the goal but I do feel now that it's more manageable like there are different ways that I can achieve it both in walking going to the gym or even playing football itself Um, okay yeah so Uh, sorry uh,
0: playing football counts as how many 10,000 as well
1: so it's like an exercise yeah
0: yes okay okay
1: yeah exactly um so yeah that's that's about it for uh, for exercise um the other thing oh yeah okay um i'm transitioning here okay <laughs> so yeah. the the uh, the other goal that i had was um the development of the guide uh a guide that helps entrepreneurs come up with good ideas um and so uh two things number one is i didn't have I didn't make any progress, like real progress of actually writing at all this week. Um, yeah. But here's something interesting that happened. So I found out that um, a guy called Paul Graham was the co-founder of Y Combinator, one of the uh, yeah. most popular uh, accelerators, uh, if not the most popular accelerator. Um, and he wrote a a thorough... Posts about how to come up with a, with good startup ideas, which is which is exactly oh, nice. yeah which is exactly what I planned on doing. So it's basically paulgraham slash startup ideas. That's it. And uh, okay. and and when when I when I found out that he wrote that uh, he wrote it back in twenty twelve I think, uh, and so I read it and as I was reading it, our uh, imposter syndrome started kicking in. Like, who am I to write about coming up with good startup ideas when there's this very successful person, very popular person that wrote about the exact same topic. And and it was just brilliant, right? What he wrote was, was brilliant. Um, and so uh, throughout most of this week, I was feeling down about writing a, a guide that helps you achieve the exact same thing that Paul Graham wrote about. Um, and uh,
0: okay, yeah. sorry. I just have a question about this. So uh, he wrote it in two thousand and twelve. Yes. Or around okay. Uh, did you find it by searching the topic, or did he uh, reference it recently?
1: So uh, I found out about it from someone on Twitter. He was uh, he just mentioned the post, uh, and I was like, oh, a guy okay. about coming up with startup ideas. Uh, okay. Yeah, and that's how I stumbled on it.
0: Yeah, uh, but uh, so any topic you can think of where there's interest in that topic, there are bound to be multiple people talking about the topic itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, and uh, even uh, and, uh, any topic where there's interest in it, there, there will be uh, for example, bestseller books that discuss the topic itself. So the the presence of best sellers or the presence of resources related to that topic doesn't mean that you shouldn't write about the topic. Uh, and most likely, people who have read Paul Graham's uh, blog post would also look for other resources to uh, develop their uh, way of coming up with ideas. Okay. And and I think it, it applies to you and uh, everyone you know. They've not just read a single resource on a topic they read multiple books about productivity about innovation w- whatever it may be uh, because uh, we need a way to familiarize ourselves with the with the ideas like you need to uh, uh, to uh, expose your mind to the same ideas multiple times mm-hmm. which is why uh, even in education there's a lot of repetition for a reason it actually helps them the, the uh, it helps make the ideas stick. Hmm. Uh, And the other thing is sometimes, uh, uh, so you have to to be clear on what the benefit you're bringing uh, is. Um, And it may be, so for example, look at Paul Graham's article. It could be the style. uh, It could be uh, the context or the industry. It could be uh, just making his ideas because sometimes he, he writes in a Uh, In clear, but also a dense way, like you need uh, some time to unpack what he said. Uh, So maybe that's the opportunity, maybe making the ideas that he mentioned um, more accessible to a a wider audience. It could be that people are not exposed to Paul Graham or they associate him with uh, technology and you want to do something that's a bit broader whatever it may be you just find an angle uh, that you you can take and uh, that adds value to whatever is out there
1: yeah yeah absolutely yeah that's that's exactly what i needed to to hear um i i actually stumbled on a on a tweet uh yesterday uh and i took a screenshot of that uh and i just wanted to give like the the full um uh, let's say uh, succession of my thought process, so uh, I wanted to write a guide, and then I found out that this guy wrote about the exact same thing, and he wrote it I thought brilliantly and then and then i I stumbled on a tweet yesterday, which basically echoes what you exactly said, uh, which is a bit creepy by the way but so this guy so this guy says it's okay to write about topics that have been covered. your job is to iterate on what exists, make sure you're writing. Is more intriguing more substantive and more convincing we all benefit when you iterate on what exists and you distribute it further than the original ever ever reached so it's basically what you, what you just said right now um yeah and, and it and it makes a lot of sense which, which
0: reinforces the point as well that we're, we're making it's okay for me to repeat the same ideas that somebody else has repeated and the way i yeah. I explained it. I didn't say iterate. So you know, like mm-hmm. there's a way. Uh, there there are different ways we uh, communicate our our ideas. So some people may feel more comfortable with the person that you just quoted. Some people feel more comfortable with the way I communicate. Mm-hmm. And then each each person will sort of draw their own um, their own tribe or the type of people that gravitate towards their style. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, the other thing I was thinking of as as I was reading uh, what Paul, Paul Graham wrote is, um, so there there are, let's say, five main themes, and this is an approximation, five main themes or five main points that I'm trying to make through the guide. Let's say main headings okay. in the guide. And as I was reading Paul Graham's posts, I wanted to see how many of those uh, he hit on. And... I think I think there were three three main points uh, uh, that sort of overlap. Uh, and initially, my thought was, ah, he wrote about it. And then, and then, and then, uh-huh. and then I quickly switched to, wait a minute. So if I'm being completely unbiased here, okay, there's this guy that I believe is super smart and he's very successful in that field, and my train of thought sort of overlaps a bit with his train of thinking. It made me like overcome my imposter syndrome in a way does that make sense yeah you know what uh, i mean
0: kind of validated yeah exactly uh, what you know to be true
1: exactly exactly so i was like okay yeah so what i'm saying you know, is, is valid right um and and so and so yeah that's that, that made me feel more comfortable about writing this guide um yeah yeah uh, i'm to i'll i
0: want to dig up something for you um B- uh, because you mentioned something uh, interesting about the I- idea of covering um f- five topics um sorry one second uh, uh, uh yeah about covering our f- uh, five key ideas yes sometimes the contribution you make uh, is um, is in presenting a model that makes ideas uh, like easier to remember so for example mentioning an acronym uh, or um you know mm-hmm. the idea of, for example the seven habits of highly effective people mm-hmm. because there's seven habits and uh, even if you look at the way they're structured uh three of them are for the the habits are for the individual and then three of them is working with others and then one is continuous refinement of those habits mm-hmm. so the way the habits are broken down it makes it a lot easier to to remember and it makes it um more practical for people to use and um i think i I mentioned this before there's this uh a person that wrote about um um her name's is uh, daniel leslie and she wrote uh, she writes about uh, creating uh, online courses okay okay uh, and she has, um, uh, this acronym, I think, uh, I'm, I was trying to find it. Um, it's called, uh, uh, no, I have, I'm not able to find it now. Um, but, uh, but she calls it, uh, tasty content. Okay. Uh, and the way she, uh, like uh, tasty is actually an acronym that stands for, um, the, the kind of, uh, content that you need to create, like, um. Uh, each letter stands uh, for something. Mm. Uh, So that's the model that she uses. So when you think about your own uh, uh, content, I'm trying, I think I need to, uh, hold on. I might have to reference
1: it in the the show notes. Yeah, so 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 what you're saying is uh, maybe the angle is how you present the ideas. Um, So it's both both context and uh, the way you present, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, but you think of a model, so a way, uh, like, um, for example, one the one model that stuck with me, and I read about about it maybe maybe ten years ago. Uh, it was uh, by a guy called uh, Charlie Gilkey. He has um, a blog called Productive Flourishing, and it's just uh, the the model is about how you break your schedule down, into or your, let's say, work hours into three types of work. Okay, he calls it the three C's. Hmm. It's uh, creation, consumption, and connection. No, very nice. So you spend time uh, creating and then time uh, learning so you consume content and then time using social media or connecting with others in order to um, amplify the message that you want to uh, share with the world. OK, so just as a model, when I think about the work that I'm doing, I can easily say, OK, what am I doing right now? Am I creating or am I consuming or am I connecting? Hmm. Sometimes if if I spend too much time on social media and I think like, OK, I'm uh, c- connecting, but that's taking away from the time that I can be creating. Or uh, sometimes I like during work hours, I'd be uh, watching videos and listening to uh, uh, podcasts or uh, reading blog posts and then I say to myself hold on, sh- shouldn't I be doing these things in the evening and spend these uh, hours creating? So as a model, it's really simplified the way I can um, organize my calendar. Uh, uh, maybe like one addition I would say and I actually uh, like mentioned it to, to him, I don't know if it was like a, a useful idea, but uh, I would add a, a fourth C which is uh, contemplation. So sometimes you need to integrate, like, okay, you want to, you're not cl- uh, clear about what to create, and then you've consumed a lot of different ideas and you've not mentally integrated them together. Uh, or sometimes you just need to re- like revise the goals that you're pursuing. Uh, are they the right goals for you? Would you make adjustments to them? Uh, are you experiencing any doubts about them? So a time to contemplate, or Mm. for me, it's usually uh, journaling or free writing. I just open uh, like a blank text editor and just start typing for me to clear my mind. So uh, that's also a a component I would add uh, to his model. Mm. But it it goes back to the idea that a model makes uh, ideas a lot more accessible. Mm. So maybe that's the contribution that you're able to make. Mm.
1: I, I I love that for uh, uh, a couple of reasons uh, Number one, I just like the this the idea of three c's four c's uh connection, creation, consumption, and contemplation. I love that breakdown. Um, can you mention the the name of the guy in, in the show notes because I didn't get get that name i i want I want to search for that. Um, okay. And, and the, the other thing that I like about this is you've actually just given me a uh, an approach to create, creating this guide, um, which is, yes, for example, for you, you've consumed w- uh, what this guy said uh, in an article, which are the three Cs, um, but you've also contributed an extension to it or a continuation of it. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. And so maybe maybe that's the frame of reference that I should use in, in approaching this guide is that, okay, there's this guy that who's very famous or whatnot. Some people might have read his, his work. Some people might have not. Um, but to avoid feeling that, oh, there's this guy that already wrote about the exact same topic and the exact same uh, ideas or at least some of them, what I'm adding is, both, let's say, a different way of presentation, different uh, uh, examples, but also uh, an extension to those ideas. Um, Yes. Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, Okay, Uh, sorry, I found the Daniel Leslie's uh, model. So it's called uh, Tasty, which stands for, uh, T is for teachers. So uh, uh, what she's advocating is um, using content marketing to establish your authority. Mm. Okay, but the content that you create needs to be tasty in the sense that it teaches, it provides action steps. So something for the uh, the viewer to do. Uh, it solves an urgent pain. It creates a transformation. So that's the second T, transforms. Okay, and the transform, what, what you keep in mind is, uh, where is my audience currently at? and where do they want to be mm. so if, if for example you're struggling to to manage your emails so i can write something about achieving inbox zero and ways of org- organizing the the uh, emails coming your way okay so the transformation would be uh, you now feel confident uh, organizing the emails that uh, that you receive in your inbox okay mm. so the transformation can be and like different uh, contexts, whether it's health, um, uh, work, productivity, whatever it may be, and uh, the "why" at at the end actually stands for "why." Like it addresses the the "why" question of of uh, what the the audience wants to achieve. Oh, the, so the purpose. What's their why? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, and, and, okay. And, so
0: again, yeah. but as a model, it makes uh, uh, with anything that we try to do, we can overcomplicate things. But a model is a way of simplifying that complexity, and it makes it uh, like uh, it makes our thinking about it more concrete. If you want to, if I tell you, okay, I want you to to create an Instagram um, campaign, for example, there there are so many directions you can go in. Uh, that it can end up being overwhelming, but having that model enables you to think much more clearly. Mm. And the same thing you want to do with your book. Like, how can you allow your readers to develop clarity about coming up with ideas? What's the approach that they will uh, do um, in order for them to achieve that? Mm. And uh, and to add, what I noticed is that... Uh, uh, Many articles and many books they don't explain to you the very next step you should uh, take. So if you you're able to address this, like af- on reading this guide, here's what you need to do. Um, a lot of writing neglects this part, so you you feel like oh uh, it's um, the the model would be like a castle in the clouds because. Uh, You know what the vision is, what the ideal is, but you have no way, uh, as the readers, they have no way of knowing how to get there. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes uh, there's a a process of coming up with ideas, but how do you actually begin that process? Mm. That very next step is usually not defined. Mm. So maybe that's
1: something that you can... Uh, Mm. develop as well. Mm. So like in the guide, here's how to come up with ideas but here's how to get started with the process. Yes.
0: yes. Uh, So so you can explain the model and then uh, so what you need to do next is if there are materials that they need to buy or if uh, maybe it's dedicating half an hour every day. Uh, I know for example um, uh, James Altucher Mm -hmm. he has this idea of uh, coming up, he, he has this habit of coming up with Ten ideas every day, um, and uh, that's you know that's like a small commitment that you can make. If you if you read any of his books and he mentions that piece of advice, you know what you can do today, or you, you know what you can start doing tomorrow. Mm. It's it's very practical. Okay. So sometimes you need to to offer that. Like, how how will you actually apply the advice that that uh, you've learned or the model that you've been exposed to? Uh, into your life
1: you know I, I i like that for uh for the reason that it might also um organize my thoughts so uh i remember i said the 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 beginning of this guide is going to be um positioning the guide so why um, why should you come up with ideas in the way that i'm i will be explaining to you so that will be like the sort of intro uh, but then the meat of the guide is here are the sequential steps, let's say. Um, but uh, it's done, it's yeah. done in, 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 uh, by storytelling. Um, but if I start, so it's, it's, sort of, it's sort of going back to the outline kind of thing. Uh, but if I can organize my thoughts and here are the steps for coming up with a good idea, and uh, just putting the main uh, headings um, and then going back and writing the guide that way. I think yeah. that would be very. Effective. But again,
0: yeah. Uh, for me personally, um, the the main motivator of why I write about what I write is for me to develop my own clarity about the subjects. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to bigger, off uh, or an online course, I try to think of a topic more holistically. Like with a blog post, usually it's difficult to capture everything about mm-hmm. the topic. Uh, but uh, with an online course or with a book, at least we have a much bigger sort of um, lay of the land, like uh, uh, productivity in general, what are my thoughts about it, life balance, writing, that kind of thing. And then it makes it easier for me to apply what I know. Because uh, uh, for like throughout our lives, we're picking up pieces of advice here and there and then if you're, you've not integrated them together, sometimes it, it becomes overwhelming. And sometimes the more you know, the more difficult it is for you to apply what you know because you don't know what the next step is going to be or how the different pieces of advice mm. come together.
1: Okay, I like that. I just, I just took out a pen and paper and started writing. <laughs> I don't want to forget this, uh, this idea. This is nice. Okay. Okay. I like that. Very nice. Okay. We are recording this so you have a reference. Oh yeah, I can, I can go back and... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to forget that. We are alive, I guess. Uh, no, because because uh, as I I suddenly have some clarity on like for this guide to be as um effective or as valuable for the reader as possible is if it's super organized. <laughs> so like step one is you need to figure out this, and step two is you need to start developing this sort of capability, and then step three is to start noticing yeah. that, and then step four is to put everything, put step one, two, or three, in front of you, and then that's how you filter out the the, the good idea. Okay, okay, it's it's making a lot of sense, right? Yes. Us. Okay.
0: Uh, yes, but I'll I say. Uh, keep this in mind it, it has to be organized uh simple and offers clarity like the person reading it should say okay i know exactly yeah. what to do next so that's, that's right. the point and that and it's not intimidating it's uh simple to actually apply and mm-hmm. make sense
1: of yeah um what, what, what about on uh, your end uh, and you didn't talk about the uh online courses you work you're preparing and-
0: uh, online courses, honestly, I didn't work on them the past week. Um, I had a few things to uh, catch up with in terms of uh, work and other commitments. Uh, online courses are like my uh, dream project, um, but I had other things to attend to and I didn't make the time for the online courses. Um, next week, I finish my final exams the um, in the institute where I teach and then hopefully I'll have... Uh, more free time to actually dedicate uh, mm-hmm. to the courses um but one thing i was thinking about because um i was kind of contrasting uh, this the experience of uh, these 12 weeks that we're doing together and the 12 weeks i was kind of doing by myself before um and i noticed like with the other the previous time i was uh, kind of uh, I was uh, getting better results and I wanted to see what the reason was. Um, And I just came up with four things that I may need to pay attention to uh, because in the first um, 14, uh, sorry, in the first 12 weeks, uh, I was very conscious of the role that stress plays uh, uh, in my life and like the habits I'm I'm able to stick to and the the habits I compromised as a result of stress. So when I eat junk food, it's usually because I'm feeling uh, stressed out. And the first time I did the 12 weeks, uh, I was uh, doing a meditation practice, which really helped, like for me to know uh, not to get caught up in any of the drama that's in my life. So that was really useful. Uh, And uh, like, I feel like these are the things that I need to uh, pay closer attention to uh, in these 12 weeks. So meditation is one thing. Um, The last time I used to visualize success and I think that helps a lot in in maintaining motivation. So for example, for your book, uh, you would imagine it uh, being published and being Mm. successful. Uh, At least for me, like thinking of online courses, a lot of people are benefiting from them. A lot of people are buying it. That kind of gives me hope of what success will look and feel like. Uh, and I think in these 12 weeks, I've not been paying too close attention to that, uh, which I should. Uh, the uh, previous 12 weeks, I, I was on meal uh, a meal plan, so or the meal sub- uh, subscription. And these 12 weeks, I feel like I still don't know exactly what I'm eating or what I'm committing to. So, I need to develop clarity on what my meals are going to look like. Um, that's another important thing. Um, and uh, the last point I would say, I, th- I think these are the like four main points meditation, visualization, uh, knowing what to eat, and uh, setting clear boundaries. So, the past, the previous 12 weeks, I would say, okay, uh, it's nighttime, I'm not going to uh, continue working or I'm not going. To use any screens i will spend time with family like i had a certain boundaries on what when i'm going to work and uh, what i'll be working on or what i'll be doing so that's something i need to uh, establish again just like knowing w- where my mm-hmm. boundaries are i see uh, and,
1: and some of those things uh, uh, if i recall correctly you called them uh, keystone habits was it or was that, yeah okay. yes
0: so uh, for example with, um yeah i think all of them would apply because each one of them makes other yeah. habits easier sorry
1: easier yeah. to develop yeah absolutely so, so you're saying with so far in those 12 weeks you haven't established those so is that what you're saying
0: i feel like i've neglected hmm. these things um, i didn't give them too much attention and but they do have a big impact on the way i approach uh, mm. my
1: materials. I see. I see. So, so uh, uh, is that your plan for this coming week, is to clair- like, gain clarity on those things? Uh, yes,
0: and I'm also uh, thinking of doing like um, a social mm-hmm. experiment. Uh, I want to test. I want to test out uh, two things. Uh, one is uh, helping people. Be more productive uh, uh, by uh, by um, like encouraging them to gain clarity on what they want to do uh, and how uh, like how to approach uh, their commitments or the tasks that they want to complete. Uh, and I also want to experiment with uh, virtual co working, which is basically uh, because uh, the month of Ramadan is coming up. Uh, this week so maybe Monday or Tuesday uh, and I was thinking uh, a lot of people tend not to be too productive during the month of Ramadan uh, but if if we were to designate at a time where people are, are working they're working at the same time but not necessarily in the same place that's why it's virtual co-working and I'm thinking maybe if we do it between the times of 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. So uh, people just decide what they want to work on. And then we we say, okay, within these times, we're we're working on that. And then how was that session? How productive were you? And so on. So feeling the sense of community, but Mm -hmm. remotely Mm -hmm. or virtually. So I'm trying to sort of play with that, um, with these two ideas, like, The first one is just um, uh, email follow-up where I send an email out to people asking them certain questions on uh, what they want to achieve, what's holding them back, and so on. Uh, And then uh, they either use the questions themselves to gain clarity for themselves or they share the results with me and then I can offer them some uh, feedback and also the idea of uh, virtual Mm. co-working. So that's something I want to experiment with starting Very this nice. week.
1: That's interesting. Um, especially at the virtual corking would be interesting to see how that works out. Hmm. Yeah. Very nice. uh, yeah, I'm excited about that Very as nice. well. Um, okay. Uh, that's, that's about it, I okay. think. And what's, uh,
0: what are your goals for this week?
1: Oh, um, okay, so... Uh, health-wise, I haven't been able to hit that 12,000 step mark this week this past week so I want to hit that next week uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to achieve that um, with the with the guide uh, I think I want to go back and redo the outline uh, I I feel like I've, I've gained a bit of clarity throughout this podcast and this episode um, just about how I should approach it um, so I want to do that, and then uh, with Trey, uh, we didn't discuss it much this this episode. But yeah, nothing, not not much has happened this past week. Um, but okay. Uh, I, there's okay. I don't know if I'm gonna like okay. So I'm gonna tease a bit. <laughs> so next, uh, I'm, okay. I'm supposed to make a, a quite a big decision uh, in this coming week regarding Trey. So hopefully, I'll have a tasty update. Uh, next time for trade. Yeah, hopefully nice we'll see <laughs> okay That's yeah great
0: yeah. best thank of you. luck with that and uh, thank you very much for the call thank
1: I you so it. did I
0: uh, and uh, we we'll okay. speak see you soon. okay bye. see you bye if you found this episode useful we would highly appreciate it if you can spread the word and share the love And if you're inspired to start your own 12 weeks, find yourself an accountability partner and don't delay this any further. Aim for progress, not perfection. It's time to apply what you know to make the changes you want to see in your life. That's it from
1: us for this week. See you next week.